It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We're here to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. I'm Fisher and I'm here with one of my co-hosts tonight, Inkini. Hey guys. Uh, first of all, just an apology for last week, no content coming out. It's our first pod in two weeks, which we've never done before. We've never missed a week before, but yeah, first one. Uh, circumstances last week meant none of us could really record. And uh, yeah, we didn't get around to doing it. So apologies for that, for regular listeners. But we are back and back with ever. a bang. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we will talk about all the happenings in WWE this week. It will be a WWE only podcast. Um, but um, let's just crack on with it. There's no real news of any significance this week, really. So let's just talk about the, the last week's programming and start with SmackDown. Uh, anything yeah. you want to start with? Um, I guess we start with Bray Wyatt probably is yeah. the starting point. Yeah. He um, cut an interesting promo, um, basically saying that he he's going to do bad things and... He's, yeah, it was very. It was a lot more kind of unhinged, dark promo than his sort of. I was yeah, but he was be. still. He's still just Bray Wyatt. He's not a character. He's just yeah. Bray Wyatt. He's kind of, and I like that. But interesting that he's kind of aware that he's going to do bad things, and I think he apologised for them. Um, and then yeah. we got we got that weird mask thing later on in the show, and the cowboy character afterwards saying howdy. Um, at the end of character. That. So at the end of that little masked video thing, there was mm. a, a oh yes, there was yeah, cowboy yeah. looking guy. Said, yeah, and we've... he said howdy, and that was it. So I've heard that WWE trademarked Mister Uncle, no Uncle Howdy, I think it is. So whether that's going to be another character or a version of Bray Wyatt, I'm not sure. Well, for, again, it's, it's been nearly a week since I watched it, but from memory, he had like a mustache yeah blonde like blonde yeah it's coming down here like that yeah i i mean i don't know if that's someone completely brand new or has bo dallas got a blonde well this is what mustache? you know there's a lot of speculation over what this could be and in it was interesting because the the mask figure was saying something about never hurt the ones you love or something like that which suggests it could be someone like bo dallas because mm. a family member yeah. um it's also i've heard people suggest there might be i don't know i don't think it could be this person but related to this person so his uncle barry windham who was in wwe like back in the 80s or whenever um he had like a cowboy gimmick with a blonde mustache um it's not going to be him because apparently he's really old and he can't like yeah. he wouldn't be a tv character or anything now but 
the fact that he's called Uncle Howdy as well suggests that maybe it could be something related to that. But um, mm. it's quite interesting. Um, I have also seen some speculation. There's a couple of guys who are in Ring of Honor who have been linked with being coming to WWE called Vincent and Dutch, who are like have scary Never kind of horror gimmicks um, that would fit with Bray Wyatt quite perfectly. And people have suggested that maybe w- they could be on their way to WWE. I've heard about Bro Dallas potentially returning as well. So that could be. It's very intriguing because we have no idea. I think that's the genuine. Yeah, there is no idea. It it could be any of these things, or it could literally just be a personality, a version of himself that we haven't seen before. And so do we think this person or these people would be with or against Bray? Or I guess that's up in the air. I, I think initially against, but maybe that turns into like a faction. Yeah. It's it's really, really interesting. I'm really not quite sure. I I still think they could put cross with brace. I think it kind of, that kind of works in my head, cross and Bray. But I, I mean, I, I have another idea which I'll get to later. But because um, it links to someone else on the show on SmackDown. Um, okay, well you could segue and we could go on to the next bit and you can. Okay, well, tell we'll me your theory. So then, yeah, yeah. I want to move on to Liv Morgan. Because she yeah, has gone into yeah. a bit of a crazy character. A couple of weeks ago, she had, before Bray returned, there was some sort of Bray thing behind her on a, one of the promos. Her pro, uh, matches and segments have come directly after Bray's segments on SmackDown the last two weeks. Could be a coincidence. Um, also, I don't know if they're still in a relationship, but she was with Bo Dallas at one point. Was um, she? Oh, I don't know that. They were dating, and I don't know if they're still together or not. And they're very private. And if they're still together, a faction of Bray, Liv and Bo would make the world of sense. Like a new Wyatt family, but without it yeah. being called the Wyatt family. Um, and her her character's gone all crazy on this. Well, the last couple of weeks, hasn't it? So Yeah, very dark. She- it wouldn't surprise me if Liv Morgan was somehow involved in the Bray Wyatt storyline. Yeah, that's interesting. I think I think there's definitely something to that. I think she's well, she's definitely going darker. She's still babyface right now, but then so's Bray. Yeah, because she's beating up heels. Um, yeah, obviously it's Sonya Deville, but she is often like in pain and smiling or laughing. Like she's gone a bit deranged, a bit yeah. Alexa Blissy, a bit Nikki Crossy. Yeah, um, that exactly. kind of character. It's kind so. of like the old Alexa Bliss, but without the supernatural stuff so far. Um, yeah, that would be. I'd be up for that. I, I think live. I, I I would rather that than see Alexa go back to doing what she was doing before. I think yeah. I, I I don't think they should go back to anything. I think they should start something brand new. So I, I'd, I be, I'd yeah. be I'd be I'd be up for Liv definitely. Yeah, yeah I'm just wondering where it goes because obviously Liv and so Liv and Sonya had a match on this show, which was up in the last week when Liv went crazy. Mm. Um, ended up in a double DQ, but that didn't matter because this was more about the angle. Um, and then Liv got like 20 chairs, put them in the ring and then did a move off the top rope, hurting herself in the process. But she seemed to like that. Yeah, she likes, um, she likes the pain now. So, yeah, it's it's quite interesting. Um, whether I don't, These things could be completely unrelated, but Liv Morgan's character change is interesting either way, I think. It is, and I think it's what Liv needs after losing the title, I think. A, a complete character change switch up to to go in heel or whatever she does if she says facebook goes really dark i just think mm. it's so void of what she was before i think it's 
I think it's needed. It does scream of Alexa Bliss. It feels like she's on the same career path as Alexa Bliss was um, before, you know, losing her title. Well, actually, I don't know if she was champion before, just before the um, Bray stuff. But yeah, I, I, I think I would like to see, I think I'd like to see Liv with Bray. But it's just interesting that we are now, what, two weeks since he returned Bray? Yeah. And not a lot has happened yet. It's very slow moving. Mm-hmm. Almost feels like the AW style of booking where they maybe do a big return the Bray Wyatt, though, they do a massive return and then just slow slow builds nothing no he's not in a storyline with any any current roster member he's not no. he hasn't he, he didn't interfere and help carrying cross he didn't he's not jumped into anything straight away which is just an interesting but you know there's so much intrigue with Bray Wyatt. They can go as slow as they want and people are going to be interested. Exactly. I don't think you need to rush it with him because re- the matches aren't necessarily what you look forward to with Bray Wyatt anyway. It's more the character, the storyline is developing. Obviously, you want to see some wrestling at the end of it. Like if it, you, it has to lead to a match somewhere, but I don't need it to be on an episode of SmackDown next week or something. No, Do you know and what I mean? Realistically, if Bray wrestles six times a year, in big shows that's probably like you know the build yeah. to them will be good enough that people that'll suffice for people exactly uh, you know like you know right, almost roman like i think um there was also a qr code on this show wasn't there um there was which, i didn't which, see that so it led oh again, there was i did I, 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 I didn't look at it myself but i saw this online yeah it led to a um like psychiatric report for bray wyatt yes that um, was it. which Again, I like how these QR codes still go in, which is interesting. We all thought these QR codes was all for Bray Wyatt, but it's almost like Bray, they're not Bray Wyatt. They are this Uncle Howdy, whoever this yeah, cowboy yeah. figure is, yeah, like to tease Bray Wyatt almost. So it's just really interesting. Um, I'm sure we'll get something on friday and smackdown but i think it'll be another small step in the story i think we're just going to slowly build and who knows when his first match is going to be maybe not till uh, yeah. it could well, be like the royal yes. rumble or something it's not, or yeah, day, one, no, day one's not even happening anymore but yeah yes, it could be months be away. Crown jewel. could be a while yeah. away yeah so survivor series maybe but yeah you could really, do a match there really intriguing um a lot of subject of intriguing as a segue what are your thoughts on Omos and Braun Strowman? Because they had a face-off in the ring here. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but first of all, I've ever seen Strowman look small. I, uh, yeah, that was the, my, <laughs> my most noted thing from it, is that Omos towers over him. Yeah, like he's significantly it, taller than Braun Strowman. It did make Omos look really impressive. Yeah, in that... terms of the match, I'm not like bothered about it, because I don't think it's going to be a very good match. But... The build to it has been like it's getting views on their YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, I was like, going to mention that. Um, they, you know, like these kind people of people are interested in that. People are interested in seeing two, especially casual fans. I think they look at this kind of thing and this interests people. Diehard wrestling fans probably aren't interested in this at all, but um, I think there's intrigue in it, and I think for what it is and it being on Crown Jewel and Saudi Arabia show, I think it's working for what it is. Um, yeah, I, I think, they're I... exactly going to have a great match at the end of it, but. No, it will be a spectacle, though. I think I mentioned um, a few weeks back, or whenever Braun returned, that 
it, Bourne's return was a bit flat for me. And I thought that there's only one match I thought would be interesting. And that was Omos. That's the only one mm-hmm. I thought, because that's just intriguing, these two giants. And they've gone to it very quickly. Um, I and don't luckily, know I think MVP's been carrying a lot of the talking, which I think is the smart thing to do. Obviously, Omos hasn't really had to say anything. Strowman yeah. can talk a bit, but he's not a promo guy either, particularly. But they have had MVP carrying the talking, and I think yeah. that's that's made it better as well. Um, yeah, putting MVP with Omos was... Um, the shove outside the ring here did. on SmackDown wasn't yep. anything particularly exciting. Um, could have had a little bit more physical action here maybe to get you into the match but um i'm assuming they'll probably do something big on either raw or smackdown before before the match anyway i know they're obviously it's a cross brand match so it's kind of interesting because but they can still obviously they've been showing up on each other's show so they'll, yeah. they'll just do that anyway yeah, it's, it's a very um loose brand alliance at the moment it's just sort yeah. of everyone's everywhere and that's that's fine um probably worth mentioning is also as we're on crown jewel um logan paul yeah, he come out at the end of the show. Um, well, there was stuff earlier until I wasn't there with the Sammy um, solo with the Usos um, and Sammy basically saying that Roman doesn't want them to interfere with Logan because yeah. he, you know they don't want him to feel like he, that he's 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 in their heads. And um, Jay's like, well, but well, I'm a loose cannon, so you never know, yeah, sort yeah. of thing. And then Jay does come out attacks Logan. Um, and then Logan hits hits the one lucky punch to knock Jay Uso down, and I think that's meant to portray that he can. But I don't on think... any given day, you can do yeah one lucky shot, and you can beat, you know, you can win. But and yeah. I love Sammy selling of this afterwards and and everything. The stuff between the bloodline here is really really interesting. Yeah, I thought Logan and Paul was quite good. On and the Logan show, Paul, so. Paul was good. He like ripped every individual member of the bloodline before on his promo. He held himself fine. I just think that the match isn't that interesting for two reasons. But firstly, you know, Roman's winning, surely. Like, yeah. surely Logan Paul can't win. And secondly, I just don't think Logan Paul as a babyface is really working that well because I just don't think fans want to cheer him particularly no. well. Roman will so, get cheered over Logan. Well, it's, it's, it's in um, Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, so I don't, who knows how they're going to react. But yeah. the general wrestling fans, are, no one's going to cheer. And that, that's the only Logan problem Paul with this, over um, at the moment. Um is Logan Paul's been booked kind of, he's kind of miscast a bit. Um, he's doing okay, I think, um, with what he's given. But yeah, he's, uh, it's not. Yeah, I'm, I'm also not too it's not keen working on, for me. No, I'm not too keen on this only takes one shot kind of way to try and make us believe that Logan could beat Roman. Like that to me just. I guess it's the only way they can make him believe that we yeah, can win. Yeah, but like... we had this with John Cena like six months ago. We was like, only takes one, two. He kept doing that in the build up. Oh, yeah. One, two, three. And it's just like, it's like yeah, we've, we've kind of been here with Cena against Roman where you probably didn't even believe Cena was going to be. And that's John Cena. Logan Paul, you think has no chance. And no one thinks one punch is going to knock down Roman. Although there will be a point in the match where he knocks him down with a punch and. Gets like a two pound, yeah. yeah. That that will happen, but it's just, yeah. To me, it's not, it's not doing it for me. I'm not particularly excited for this match. There's matches on Crown Jewel I'm more excited for. Maybe even Strowman Omos actually. I'm probably more excited for that than this Logan. Paul I think the match will actually end up being good, but um, yeah. I mean, Logan yeah, Paul is good just, in ring. It's just good. the nature of the booking of it and the fact that 
really surely there's no way Logan Paul wins. Yeah, um, but like I say, everything the bloodline did at the moment is gold. Yeah, um, the stuff with Sammy and Jay those... again building here was was really good. Um, and it's going to be interesting because Roman's on SmackDown this week. So how's he going to react to what he saw? Because he's going to be an angry, I assume now. Yeah, um, I mean, do you have any interesting. predictions on what happens to Jey Uso? Because he's the one at the moment who, if anyone's going to be cast aside, it's Jey Uso because he is the one. Do you think maybe that he'll orders. get cast aside, but then something will happen where Jay, like, I don't know, something that happened where Sammy eventually is the one that gets kicked out. But maybe Jay initially is there like they've had enough of him and they all kind of, but then Jimmy's surely not going to turn on Jay. That's the one that doesn't make any sense. And the fact they've got the belts as well makes it messy. So I don't, I'm not sure. I don't think there's any immediate change, but you know, Roman could come out Friday and be like, well, Sammy, it was your responsibility. It's your fault. He could blame Sammy for that. Might not be. Yeah, you know, I think that maybe what happens. I don't think he, don't think he'll necessarily blame Jay himself. But again, just intriguing. There's so much intrigue right now in the storytelling on um, WWE TV that I can't wait to watch SmackDown for for Bray for for Roman for you know. There's there's so many, so much to like about what's going on at the moment. Yeah, um, someone else who's been fantastic recently as well is Sheamus. Um, he had a match involved in the Bloodline of Solo Sokoa. Uh, yeah. in here really good match between the two of them um but really it's the after angle that was interesting here writing Seamus off of tv um with a savage yeah. injury on his, arm, his arm yeah um i didn't realize but apparently he's getting married this weekend so that will be why oh okay oh, well. so he's obviously congratulations Seamus yeah so i didn't I'm know sure that until after um yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, that's why. So he'll be gone, I assume, for a little bit, which is a shame because he's on an absolute hot streak at the moment. Um, but do we think with obviously now the bloodline and um, the brutes sort of interacting that this might be set up for war games, potentially with Imperium involved as well? It's potential. There is definitely potential there. Or you could even do the brutes and like Drew McIntyre joining up with them or something. Versus yeah. the bloodline, um, there's there's potential here for a war games match, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, I I think that may be so in the season. I don't think we're going to see this play out. This, I mean, I should know. I think we do have Solo and Sammy versus yeah, Butch. We this do, week, yeah. actually, we do. So we, we'll see. And you know, maybe they write those off TV as well. Maybe we, um, yeah, maybe this because I don't know when's Survivor Series. How soon is that? It's the end of November. Because now oh. they've now they've announced war games. Everything that happens, we're like, oh, this is war games, this is war games. And there are actually quite a few options. So we've got the OC and Judgment Day. With, yeah. You know, there's a lot of options. Well, there's probably a couple of options. But there's there's a couple of things they can do. Um, or, you know, they could even do the route of, like, just two people feuding and they pick their own teams, like, happens on Survivor Series sometimes. It may not even be a few. I do think it'll be factions, though. Yeah, actually, I think... Maybe they even said that in their press release of War Games that it's going to be feud related or something. Yeah, but... yeah, they said it's going to be storyline, and I'll get to what I think might happen with the women as well when we talk about Raw. Um, but yeah, I think I think there's potential for it here. Um, yeah, another win for Solo Sokoa, who um, yes, a big win remains for him, unbeaten. I think 
Well, uh, well we lost in a match, but drew one by DQ maybe because Cross. He, he that, lost that match never actually finished, though. He lost in a multi-man match for the Intercontinental Title number one contendership, but he didn't take the pin. Oh yeah, but yeah, but okay, but he hasn't been pinned. No, yeah. I don't think kept, so. Being kept strong. Um, um, I, I want to talk about Rey Mysterio because yeah. obviously we weren't we didn't record last week, and last week was a big development for Rey, and we had speculated previously how they prolong Dominic and Ray because I think that's mania worthy and but how do you prolong you know to keep that going till May mm. what they did was superb because yeah. last week Ray came over and I think it was really smart way and Triple H has called him across and now we have Ray on Smackdown um number one contender for the IC belt um beat Ludwig Kaiser in a match on this show um in a match which is going to be interesting I think Gunter and Ray are like that's like that should be a great match. Opposites. But that should be a great match. Yeah, that will. Be, I, I don't know if that's announced for anything. Oh, it said two weeks time, so I think it's the day be night before. Yeah, so I think it's the night before Crown Jewel. So they'll probably load that show because they'll have half of the people to be away in yeah. Saudi Arabia. But the people that aren't on Saudi Arabia will probably put. They'll probably put on like not on pay per view quality card, but I can imagine there'll be two or three big matches on that show. Yeah, and women's matches and stuff as well, probably. Do you think Ray's got a chance? No, no, no. I just don't see. I don't think Ray should. It's be the just one to, another. To stop this Walter Street. Gunther yeah, Street. it's 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 another big name to cross off for Gunter to cross yeah. off Sheamus and Ray. Like he's beating legends now. Plus, he's not got any allies over on SmackDown. Really, I mean, you could you could make that between now and that. Uh, oh, Ricochet, but... Mad Cat Moss, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah look, <laughs> but realistically, I don't think he's got anyone that's going to help him beat uh, see off the Imperium guys yeah. and stuff so yeah but um mysterio and kaiser was enjoyable very good wrestling um raided the old eddie eddie guerrero trick as well on yeah. gunter uh, enjoyable stuff yeah uh, i'm looking forward to that match definitely yeah me too and it's just a direction i we no one could have predicted as well yeah, yeah exactly i like it um there's and... only one other thing on smackdown really to talk about yeah it's a title match yeah well, the, actually, it's a couple, but this okay. is the main one. Yeah, we've got the women's tag team titles, uh, Raquel and Shotzi. Yep. Against Dakota and EO and a retention. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, it's quite obvious. It was in the middle of the show. Um, yeah. You know, you're not going to take the titles off damage control at this point. The match was fine. There's not too much to say about it. Um, no, I think the tag division is a bit flat. It's so stale. So they did the tournament and Triple H just walked into the same problems Vince had where don't know how to book it. There's no teams. Yeah, Raquel and Shotzi aren't the team. But there's not enough. I'll get to the Raw Women's Division in a minute, but I was happy. obviously I was happy to see someone else return because they're using the same four or five women every week on Raw. I think on SmackDown they're rotating it a little bit better, but there's still not enough tag teams or or people involved. Well, I think think people like Aaliyah are injured. She's injured, yeah. I I haven't seen Lacey Evans. I haven't seen... um, Obviously, Alexa Bliss and Asuka have kind of been written off TV on Raw and things like that. See, so Dana Brooke could be being used. Like, there's a few people they can be using and they're not. But... She was on a main event this week, Dana Brooke. Yeah. So um, she's she still knocking about They need somewhere. to do something with that women's tag division because otherwise it's just going to get very stale very quick um, yeah. with damage control. And I like damage control, but then the, the feud on Raw is okay, but it's dragging on a little bit. But yeah. there's nothing for them on SmackDown. As I, well. I would just... The word for them is stale. Right now, damage control are a bit stale. And it's a shame because 
so excited for them to be teamed up. But I still have, I think they're a great team. I think the Sarango or the end of Raw make, could make some something interesting because of what happened there. But we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Um, what else did you have from SmackDown? Well, I was just going to talk about Ronda Rousey because she did a very oh, yeah. English promo and then offered an open challenge for this week, which will be interesting because that could be someone new coming. Well, not new, but someone that's not used every week, hopefully challenge her on on smackdown i hope it's not charlotte flair or something because we've seen that match a lot but um so i've, I've got a prediction i don't on. know if, i don't know if you have i have I, no. I think this might be where we see Shayna baszler that would make sense that's yeah we haven't, we haven't seen, seen her for a few weeks no and i think Shayna might come out and she's like well, you want me to be more badass and maybe we have we see a face Shayna. I, I can't really imagine that but Ronda's definitely turned hill because she was having to go. Yeah, maybe we don't get like a proper match. Like Shayna comes out, she says, I'm gonna do an open challenge, and then she's like, I'm not I'm or not fighting you. Whoever it is challenges, you know, maybe we just get like uh to me squash match. Yeah, Zia Lee comes out and then after the match, or Shayna, you know, Shayna comes, comes out. out and just destroys Zia Lee in front of Ronda and like, That's a good idea. That's a that's a good idea. I like the idea of that. Maybe some of that. Um, and the only other things Ronda we got Shayna. were um LA Knight having a video package, which I'd like to see him used a bit more in something significant. Um, yeah, I want to see him cut a proper promo on someone. I want to see him get stuck in his teeth into a feud and let him cut a promo on like uh, Ricochet or Mad Cat Moss. Maybe Mad Cat Moss, Ellen Knight would be a good first feud for him or something. Um, just what, yeah, I want to see him get stuck in something. But yeah, because he, yeah. he's, he's such a good talker. And especially when he's going at someone, he's really good because he's just... He's just got a gift of the gab, hasn't he? He's... Yeah, and the other thing we got was another bit of Viking Raiders stuff of Sarah Logan. Um, definitely Sarah Logan. It's definitely, it's definitely that... you can see it's her. I mean, it's her I'm, hair, I'm, it's her I'm, voice, it's everything. I, I'm pretty convinced as well. I just, I've not oh, it's definitely Sarah confirmation, Logan. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. it's definitely her. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's it, I think, from SmackDown. Back. Um, Raw. And we'll, we'll, we'll oh, actually, there is one more little thing oh, I go just on. want to mention. Hit Row and Legado... Um, did little promos on each other. B Fab said she had a plan this week for a mystery partner. Yeah. Um, I've seen some speculation, like it could be like a Carmelo Hayes or someone, but I think that'd be a bit of a waste of a call up for him. But it wouldn't be mm. the least surprising thing, would it? Yeah. But yeah, be, I'm just sure. intrigued. I think it might be someone we haven't, I don't, I don't necessarily think it'd be someone on the roster. I think it could be a call up or someone returning or. We didn't see Carmelo this week on NXT. No. But after. Um, um, but yeah, I, it's very that's int- that's quite intriguing. I want I wonder who that's going to be. Yeah, that's that's Friday as well. So actually, it's quite an intriguing SmackDown. Yeah, there's quite a lot to look forward to there. Yeah, they've so really yeah, set a good um, show up. Let's move on to Raw. Yeah, well, do you want to go ahead? Because you mentioned the main event, that probably the biggest talking point from Raw, the Raw Women's Division. Yeah, we got a return, and that already be mentioned on the show. But yeah, so Bailey versus Bianca Belair, which I was kind of like, okay, we're doing this again, are we? That's fine. You it was know, weird to have a non-title feuding. match on a show for a two. Yeah, and, and this feud, the problem is they're not wrestling. They're doing what Vince used to do, where when they were in a feud with each other, they're just wrestling each other on yeah. the show. <laughs> you can have damage control or Belair, like Belair, pick up some wins against lower t- card talent, then have damage control attack them afterwards. But I mean, like, that damage control same- have been um, involved with Candice, which also happened on this show. Yeah, they, ha- they have had that, but it feels related to this feud almost too directly. But they had a, I thought the match was good um, to start with. That's yep. what I will say. It's not going to be bad, really. They gave it time. It's Bailey and Belair. Um, there's some good stuff outside. Oh, the powerbomb and the announce table and stuff. But 
the match ended with um so outside they damaged the ref was about to send damage control to the back and then all of a sudden you saw this woman just dive onto everybody and i thought it looked like nikki cross but she was dressed so differently i wasn't 100 percent sure it was her um and then she basically attacked everybody um after she well she rolled bailey on top of belair first to get to the whip so uh, bailey won mm. but then attacked both sets of teams which i thought was interesting so i thought she was just yeah. gonna attack B- B- belair but i have a, i have a bit of a theory and again oh okay looking, I'm, I'm interested because i've i've got nothing on this in terms of I, I don't know where it's going i think if she's attacked both things that makes me think she's going to be involved in this and we've talked about the women's war games and mm-hmm. They might again. They could do a triple threat of teams. Uh, I talked about that on the men's with Imperium Bloodline, and I was assuming it was going to be Team Belair versus Team Damage Control. But then you'd have to put another member in Damage Control, and I just think that wouldn't really work. But you could do Damage Control versus Belair and like Asuka and um, Bliss or Candice versus Nikki Cross and whoever she is going to be in a faction with. Which I've heard some people suggest online, so which is, would be a really good idea. Is, is that just speculation? The fact this is just speculation. Yeah, I, I haven't heard anything about a faction. This but. is just speculation. But why her on her own doing this? She doesn't feel yeah. like damage control will just take her out next week. But I think you can bring Dewdrop back with her, but more serious, and then yep. bring in Alba Fire and have three Scottish woman faction. That would be a good um, faction, actually. Yeah, and obviously. Do uh, Kaylee Ray and Dewdrop have loads of history? Mm. Um, it's just I've just seen saw an idea that is an idea. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd I love the idea. idea of it and having three women's factions go at it. Yeah, yeah, I'd be well up for that. Um, yeah, I think I did think I was like, well, there is the Dewdrop thing, but yeah, I didn't even consider Alba. Well, Alba, she wasn't on NXT this week, even she yeah, lost. And I, I couldn't believe she lost her. I really thought she was beating Mandy Rose. I yeah, really so, yeah, so same there. Um, and she lost. So I was like, well, what does Kaylee Reed, what does Alba Fire do now? And then I was thinking, well, call up, surely. There's no well, point she, keeping her in NXT. Yeah, she's ready. And, and she's if she's going to call her up, this would be a good angle to call her up in. But um, I don't, I, that's just wild speculation. But I just think Nikki Cross yeah, doing that on her I, own. I, I, would, I would love that, actually. That is but what does you actually make of the Nikki Cross transformation? Because I, I loved the fact yeah, she is Nikki it, it is. I mean, Triple H is doing this a lot where he's putting people back to how we had them before and he's yeah. kind of reversed all the stuff Vince did. Um, we're seeing it with like small things like name changes with Fury and Champa, but like he's really just gone back to what he had before. Um, and this is something that I think I don't think anyone loved Nikki ASH. The no, I think people of- liked it at first because she was put she won money in the bank. Yeah, it, no, it, but then it, it went was- too far. I think. Yeah, and it, it's and it got stale very quickly as well. As a heel, especially, I think it just doesn't work as a heel no. with that no. gimmick. Um so I think this was a needed change and one that I completely I again I think we saw this come in five, six weeks ago when yeah. she when she threw her mask off and was arguing with Dewdrop in the background. And there's a lot of stuff happening that like subtle stuff happening that we all picked up on. So this isn't a surprise and this is exactly what needed to happen. Maybe a bit surprised that she's come in here to to attack 
both. So, and I, well, that's I why I think there's considered... got to be more people involved. Because yeah. I don't, what's the point in involving her in this storyline and attacking both? T- if she just attacked damage control or just attacked Belair, I'd think, okay, she, for so they're setting up Nikki and damage control versus Bliss, Belair, Asuka, and Candice. Yeah. But the fact she attacked both makes me think there could be more to it. Yeah, you may be right. But I think I was left with I did see some people um, suggest as well that maybe Sanity are coming back, but I don't think that'll be happening. I don't think that'll happen. Because you could bring mm. Killian Dane and Eric Young back in, but I just don't see... Isn't Eric Young like a champion on Impact? Or I, I, haven't I think he was up, a, I know a he while was. ago. I'm not yeah. sure anymore. I think he's um, quite a big player in Impact again. But, you know, I, I, I don't, I've seen people speculate that as well. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's more likely to be a, a woman faction with like, I, I would, put, and we also will have another tag team then as well if they do that. Yeah. Like a, out, that makes more sense to me. Piper Niven tag team or something. Yeah. Yeah. That would make more sense. I, um, but I was very happy to see her. The only thing I just thought the commentators were a bit funny when they were like, it's Nikki and they, they couldn't say cross for some reason. They were like, Graves did say it in the end, I think. No, he did. But like, <coughs> we, we all knew when he was saying, oh, it's, it's Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. I was like, we want it's Nikki cross. Just hmm. say, like, he obviously couldn't say it. But I think he was like waiting to get clearance in his head, in his headset to say Nikki cross. Um, and, but yeah. I've not think... been a fan. Of, I, I, just a side note, I've not really been a massive fan of the commentary or I don't think it's working that well. I don't, I, I don't mind Kevin Patrick. I just think it's lacking something a little bit at the moment. It's not terrible, but it's just not got that extra bit of personality that it needs. Um, yeah. I I, actually, I was gonna, I'm, not even, I'm not too keen on um, Booker T's NXT runs early days, I know, but yeah. I, I've, I've not enjoyed that particularly. I've not been bothered with Raws or Smackdowns but um, yeah anyway that's a, that's, a, that's a side note but yeah good to see her back and good to see her back as um, Nikki Cross and yeah. intrigued to see now I'm, I'm actually more intrigued I haven't spoken to you because I didn't well, consider the yeah. women's faction or Alba Fire or anything I, I, I was thinking is there's going to be more people involved and when some pe- people suggested Alba Fire and Dewdrop I was like that makes perfect sense yeah that would be and then I saw Sanity and I was like that doesn't make any sense to me um, because I just don't think what would they add to this? Like, if she's going after the women, they'll just be stood there. Like, I don't yeah. know. Unless she doesn't doesn't add up really. But um, no, the um, other thing does. Yeah, no, that does makes complete sense. Um, we also well, we, well, actually, you mentioned commentary as a little segue there because the last few weeks we've had JBL join commentary, yes. and I, I've actually quite enjoyed. Him getting involved and um, bigging up Corbin from the commentary booth, um, but we he got... gets real heat, doesn't he? And he's yeah. just very just, just old style gimmick. Yeah, a very good person to put with Baron Corbin, like a yeah. very good pairing as a manager. And nice I to think see. It works. And obviously, Krusty's not here. If he was here, he'd be probably talking about how great Baron Corbin is. It's, it's, not, it's nice to see Baron Corbin back, winning matches. Were you surprised he beat Johnny Gargano though? No, I wasn't, purely because this iteration of Corbin I felt like was gonna is gonna get pushed. Mm. I'm not best necessarily pleased about him beating Johnny Gargano because I think Johnny Gargano's lost a couple of times recently. It definitely consolidates Gargano as a mid carder, not a top tier guy, doesn't it? it? Certainly makes sure I will he's... say though, Gargano was all over this show. I swear he had he like, was he was so superb actually. He had so much screen time with the Miz, he had screen time with JBL and Corbin, he had he was everywhere. Yeah, Honestly. I did enjoy him backstage having a 
little back and forth um, with JBL. So in that sense, you know, it was a good night for him in, in that way. But um, yeah, he lost the match here, obviously. The match was pretty good between Gargano yeah, really, and Yeah, two really good wrestlers. Like, and it, it, their, their styles meshed well together. Um, but yeah, it, it did take JBL involvement for Gargano to lose. I will say that because yeah, against Ziggler did. last week, it was clean. Yeah, um, from Corbin, but here he took out um, JBL took out Gargano's legs on the apron, and then he hit him at the end of days. Did you enjoy Gargano dancing with his hat? <laughs> oh yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I guess. It was all yeah. right. Very, um, just very old. It's just Johnny Gargano, isn't it? He was always like that in NXT, a bit like quirky and making jokes, it's particularly and... towards the end. His, yeah. his character towards the end of NXT. Um, yeah. yeah, this this was all fun. I, I do like the Corbin JBL. Um, combo. I think it it works well. Yeah, and just another thing from Gargano on the show, he did that um, when he was backstage talking to Miz. Oh, I've actually been in the ring talking to Miz, I can't remember, but um, Miz was like, I haven't heard from Champa. Gargano's like, oh, he's just texted me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Know. I was like, oh, that's nice. And that made me think, like, well, maybe Champa's going to come back and be with Gargano. Maybe they'll have like some sort of uh, I hope so, DIY actually. reunion or Obviously, something. Champa is quite badly hurt, so... Oh, yeah, that's yeah, he's out for a while, isn't he? He's out for a while, so I don't think I'll be happy anytime soon, unfortunately. That is a shame, actually. When they do, when he does, I I would like to see another obviously DIY run eventually. Yeah, Um, made Ross a DIY run. Um, let's talk about the the segment in the ring then with that because um, Miz came to the ring to talk. Um, first mention of Champer in weeks, really says that yeah. the reason Loomis is coming after him is because he chose Champa as a next star and he's jealous, whatever. And then Gargano and Miz, there's a funny bit between them and he's threatening to blow the whistle and then Miz says truth over and over again and then our truth come out. Um, and him and Gargano were hilarious together here, I thought. Um, I mean, our truth has proven this week that he's still got something, hasn't he? Oh, yeah, he's, he's still got a place. Like... He hasn't been on TV in ages. And I've seen some people on, on Twitter actually saying, I want to see more of our truth from yeah, my TV. I, I, I was well happy, especially when he turned up on NXT. I was like, here we go. He's back yeah. again. Two nights and, in a um, row. He had a short match with The Miz. And he won a roll-up from yeah. Gargano pretending to be Loomis, which was, again, a cool bit of trolling, a bit of fun from Gargano. Um, and yeah, our truth just was entertaining, as always. I mean... What do you make of them linking Gargano and Loomis again from NXT? I mean, they're just keeping stuff from NXT, really, aren't they? It really feels like they've just... It's weird, because although... Moved Candace the NXT mentions... stuff here. Yeah. Which although... is the opposite of what Vince did. He would ignore NXT and just well, do yeah, his that, own thing. That was annoying. Um, yeah. Weirdly, Candice hasn't really been too linked. I know she mentioned Johnny in her interview. Well, and also, husband, that's but... the only thing I actually had a criticism of of Johnny this week is... When he was going backstage and JBL come up to me and he was like, oh, not now, I need to check on Candice because mm. Candice has been attacked. And then he sat there making jokes. I was like, well, you were concerned about your wife a minute ago. Now you're yeah, making yeah. jokes with JBL. I was like, oh, that's not what you would do, I think, if your wife was seriously hurt. I think you would just ignore them and move on. Um, but yeah, that's only, that's only thing he did. I didn't really add up for me. But yeah, he, I agree. I he, he, did, um, he did acknowledge her as his wife, though. Yeah, and obviously Candice. I don't think you should. I think I, I think they should be. Candice mentioned, yeah, you know, she was Johnny Gargano's wife, and then she got attacked by damage control. And yeah, I think we may see. Like um, there's potential for a mixed tag down the line, isn't there? Miz and Maurice v Gargano and Candice. 
Yeah, there's potential for that. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was. Uh, that's what I was thinking when Gargano getting involved with the Miz. I think we might see that down the line. Um, but again, Gargano involved. We mention it all the time, but that the, in, these interlinked stories. Yeah, you know, Miz has got Dexter and Gargano. Gargano's got Miz and Corbin. Like, there's just so much interweaving. It's just great. Yeah, and you know, he's a, he's a still kind of. Oh, I think he may be finishing up with Theory. Gargano, yeah, but they've had so. they've had their thing. That's probably a good segue onto Austin Theory, who did win a match this week. Yes, I was a bit surprised. Yes. Maybe this is well, maybe this is one he shouldn't have been winning as well, which is weird. Yeah, yeah, I was <laughs> I was expecting him to win. No, I wasn't here because Ali obviously it was against Ali, and we're, obviously we're going to get Ali versus Seth. So I yeah. thought they would build Ali to win here. Um, Seth come down and was on commentary straight away. Um, and again, really another, another callback from Seth. He was like, "You yes. want my disciple?" I was like, "Yes." I'm glad he mentioned he was, that. Yeah. Um, and then he spoke about obviously cashing in, and he mentioned Dana Brooke, which Dana Brooke got salty about on Twitter, which was quite funny. I uh, did she? Because uh, yeah, he was like, "He's got a better chance of cashing on her or something." Yeah, yeah. Which I think is what he would say. I, I don't think that's particularly. I know. I know. She insulting. She didn't like, I don't think she yeah. liked it, but um, mm. match was decent enough. Um, and eventually, yeah, there was a Seth distraction. There's my, I said it a few weeks ago. My criticism, my one criticism is there's far too many distraction finishes. Feels like nearly every match is a distraction. Seth distraction here leads to a town down to well, win. Well, that's, I think that's like a, a byproduct of them interlinking all yeah. these stories. Is every match someone has, there's someone else interested in one of the people in the match. So, like, rather than Vince's book of everyone fighting the same people. There's a lot of different matches, like you know, mm. we, we saw well, you know, Gargano and um, Corbin, Ali and Theory, like some different matches we haven't seen before. But there's always someone else interested in someone else in the match, and it's always going to end with distraction and just protect. And again, uh, on its own, this is a fine because I think you should protect Ali, and I think actually Theory winning isn't a bad decision, but. If you want Ali to seem credible against Rollins, you have to protect Ali. You can't yeah. have him lose clean to Fury. No, no, of course. Of course. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, again, I don't know if when Ali and Seth is announced for, if it ha- I think hasn't been announced yet. Maybe that could be a crown jewel match. Yeah, I think um, that will I think be. On the card, although, yeah, I think that could be a really interesting match. Yeah, I mean, and the after angle here was. Um, was more interesting than the match itself, really, because Rollins absolutely destroys Ali in the crowd. But just as you think that was it, Rollins goes up the ramp and then Ali carries on fighting, doesn't give in. And um, yeah, I, I think, think that's, that's kind of escaping. So that's their angle, isn't it? It's Ali just never gives up because yeah. he, he was like, Oh, I'm done with you. And he's like, I'm, you know, I'm your problem. You know, you, you know, I'll always be your problem. All kind of he said, I won't go away or something. So exactly. Yeah. I, so, think, I think that's a good angle for Ali. And it's just nice to see Ali. Booked pretty again. I know we lost here, but just in general, the last few at least weeks, he's doing something. Booked yeah. strong in a title feud as a face. Nice to see because he 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 definitely deserves it. Um, we should mention DOC and Judgment yep. Day opened the show. Um, Dominic Mysterio gets some serious heat, doesn't he? Yeah, he compared he, himself to Eddie Guerrero here, which is well, he was like well. he was like under new Eddie. Actually, Eddie's the old Dominic Mysterio, and like getting real heat. Um, I feel like the other guys are almost taking a backseat to Dominic and Rhea. They feel like, feel like, yeah, 
the head of especially Priest, right I think, because Priest is a um, real Ballard side. Does a lot of the wrestling. Now. I feel like Ballard does a lot of the actual wrestling, um, as well. Yeah, we're always saying Priest stuff a bit more, do a bit more. They all do get on the mic and like here they all did have a little bit of mic time, but yeah, the Dom stuff is really. Um, what was funny was when AJ comes out and he goes, you're not the new Eddie Guerrero, you're the new uh, chin man, James Ellsworth. <laughs> I'm like, random James Ellsworth dig. James Ellsworth tweeted about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, he thought it was funny, I think. But yeah, he got mentioned. Well, he just probably enjoys the... the uh, yeah, I, I don't think he's going to be insulted by it. He, he's, he's not relevant, He knows what he? he is. He knows what he yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. He got a, a, a better career than He got a WWE imagine. title match once. Yeah. So, and, he, and he won a ladies' money in the bank ladder match. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, but th- this led to Finn Balor against Carl Anderson in a singles match. Yeah, and they obviously had a, a really solid in ring match. Well, and also um, these these two know each other so well. The chemistry, oh, absolutely. Bang on. Yeah, um, I think we might actually get Gallows Priest next week. Actually, I think that might be because I think they're just doing these. So I think maybe because I think we got AJ Dominic last week. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we'll probably get that next I week. I think Gallows and Priest are the two big but guys. Aren't really, they? the star Priest. of this whole thing again was Rhea Ripley, which I love. That oh, yes, Rhea we have to talk about the slam. Actually, yeah, top mark, Rhea, Rip- uh, Rhea Ripley slamming Luke Gallows. That yeah. was phenomenal. Yeah. God, like we've seen her do some moves on some smaller guys, but Luke Gallows is a big guy. Mm. She had just body slammed him with ease. Yeah. So impressive. That was, that was great. Um, yeah, and the crowd really that. reacted to it. She also then low blowed Carl Anderson, um, which allowed Ballard to get the win. So she affected the match as well, and she does feel like the star of Judgment Day. Yes, which and... is great because normally in the women, the women in a faction normally feel like the valets or kind of irrelevant. Just yeah, sometimes yeah, the, like a mouthpiece, like a Selena. Yeah, but she feels like the badass of the group, which is awesome. Yeah, and then so this led then to a backstage of them like in the doctor's room, yes. or whatever, and. Then Luke Gallows is like, oh, I'll go and sort out Rio. And then he comes back pretending to be low. That, that was a bit silly, but yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of their humour, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. fine. Um, and then I can't remember which one of them said it. Is maybe AJ, AJ was like, oh, yeah, I've got a plan for Rio. Yeah. Any ideas? I, I, I think Charlotte Flair's a good shout for this. Yeah. Was, 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 it, Krusty, was it Krusty said that to us? In, Krusty in did, chat, yeah. I've, yeah. Seen, I've seen people saying online as well that she'd actually fit in well here because you can't. she's not in the top picture then. Yeah, and as a face, completely different with yeah. like quite a cool group that would be yeah. a different. And her and Rhea have a history and unfinished business almost. So, yeah, and that would be a genuine camper. Like if you bring in someone like I don't know Carmella, for example, oh, I wouldn't think, random. oh, that's that's even the odds. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's not really made much difference. Um, but Charlotte, obviously, being a top woman, and again, it's intrigue. It's a bit like the Hit Row one interesting mm. who they're going to bring in the next week so yeah i'm intrigued in that to bring someone else again into the story and finally someone for Rhea to wrestle as well because she's yeah. not she had one match on nxt last week other than that mm. she hasn't wrestled in i think it's like nearly 200 days yeah i actually thought she might be in like injured or something but well she was she got oh she was oh of course because yeah, she had to go out of that bianca match yeah and she hasn't really been cleared until recently i think but um to to have a match but yeah, yeah. I, I will say there's not many scenarios where I'd be excited to see Charlotte Flair back, but this is one I'd actually be quite I think excited. as long as she's away from the title scene, it's fine. If she came out and challenged Ronda, I'd be like, for fuck's sake. Or but... if she'd have attacked Bailey and yeah, yeah. Bang, Bianca would be like, oh God, here we go. I think in this angle, she's probably she's probably perfect. Um, yeah, the only no, other person I, I it could be, of course, is Beth Phoenix because of 
we're attacking her she might they might contact beth and it could be her but without edge doing it i don't think it makes much sense no i i, I don't think Beth <laughs> makes sense now without edge yeah no uh, so um got a couple more matches on the show yeah elias beat yeah chad gable his first match in uh a year and a half although he it's not because he yeah. was ezekiel <laughs> but um they, that, they didn't they didn't you know they were talking about his brother, so that's still a thing. Yeah, um, I mean, this match nothing particularly to write home about. It's just, uh, <laughs> I, mean, uh, I thought it was pretty solid, actually. Yeah, it was. It was, was fine. Be with Chad Gable, J- just your kind of you know standard run of the mill Raw match. Yeah. Um, but I guess the question is, what do you make of Elias and Riddle as like a well? Did you did pairing. you see the subtle this, the segment before the match backstage where Riddle was like playing his bongos and his chatting? Elias started to swing his guitar back. Oh, I didn't notice that, but Elias and then, did... Alpha, and then you heard Chad Gable go shoosh and walk in. Mm. But just before, if you watch a clip, I saw a clip back of it yesterday. Just before Chad Gable comes in, he starts lifting his guitar back like he's going to hit yeah. him with it. So we so think, I think Elias it's is turning heel and it's going to yeah. be Elias and Riddle in a feud. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they're going to keep them together like they did with Orton. I don't think they're going down that route. But it's also, also, it's interesting that Riddle's just come off this really serious feud. Now he's gone back to Jokey, Scooter, Bongo playing. It does, gone, I mean, it shows right his versatility in a way. Yeah. Um, I was going to see him be serious a bit more for a yeah. bit longer. It, it would have been sh- nice. But... Short-lived serious run. But then but, yeah. he could get serious with Elias once they t- once he turns on him. He probably yeah. will get serious. This, this does feel like a comedy feud. Though. It feels like the comedy section of the show yeah. right now. Elias yeah, well, Elias Riddle. isn't a particularly serious character. I, I do love it. I do like him a lot. But, he um, has a place, doesn't he, Elias? Yeah. And I think, and he's, I, think he's, I think he's pretty solid in the ring. Yeah, well. I, think I think he's he a, good a good match with member of a roster. I'd have him on my roster, Elias. Yeah, if, if I was, if I was in charge of Raw, definitely. Um, Omos beat four random people. Yeah, <laughs> normally it's two. He beat up four. Yeah, but four it looks of them. impressive enough. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, there wasn't a lot think... else. There was, and there's um... like a video package for Brock and Lashley. Yeah, that was about um, it for them. Which is set for Crown Jewel, which I'm buzzing for, but I can't, can't wait for that. That will, be a, that will be great. That's, that's my highlight of Crown Jewel. Yeah. Right now. Is, um... Yeah. Anything else or should we move on to I NXT? It. I think that's it. Yeah, let's move on to NXT. Okay. We had two tag team title matches on the show. Yeah. Opened with... Caden and Katana v Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark. Yeah. What did you make of the false finish here? Because we had new champions for a few seconds. Yeah, it was a bit messy. I was confused what was going on because I but, wasn't sure if the tag was a mess up. Well, yeah, I, I, I was, was like, I was story, like, well, she's not legal. Was. I was like, there's definitely a tag. She's not I legal. noticed it. Yeah, I noticed it. But commentary didn't really do anything about her. So I wasn't sure if it was meant to be part of the story. Obviously yeah, and for them to ring the bell and play the music, I was like, oh, they've done it. Yeah, it was a bit confusing. But I will say the match in I thought this match was really good. It was very um, good. I want to actually, I think I've ever given credit <laughs> to this person in my life, but Caden Carter was so good here in this match. Never given her credit ever. I don't think I've ever mentioned her name before, other than I've given her credit. In, I've given her in, in passing, but um but Caden yeah. Carter is the most best I've ever seen Caden Carter in this match. And in all fairness, actually, I think I think three of them I, I thought Nikita Lyons was all right. But I thought the other three in particular really good. Really. Yeah, like I thought know. that. Yeah, I thought this match was excellent. The booking was a bit all over the place, but it, the I, crowd got really excited and into it. So yeah, and also you knew once that false finish it was going to end in yeah, uh, um, a, a, a tension. What it obviously does is sets up another match, and they had an angry promo later on. Zoe and Nikita, 
Do you um, think this is going to just end up leading to Nikita v Zoe? No, I think... No, I, I'm not sure. I think they might be... I think they might still win the tag titles. Okay. But... See, just I, I actually thought... I, I thought this might just lead to... Because there's not many other teams feud. to feud with. So I think they want to do continue the feud because... Toxic attraction. Let's go back to that again. Yeah, but I mean, they've got to be called up soon and... There's not many other women's yeah. tag teams. There's Niall and um, Tate and Paxley. There's the uh, Valentina Feroz, but one of them's injured, and Ulisa Leon, one of them is injured. So yeah, a lot, a lot um, of long-term injury as well. Yeah, so there's not many. T- I mean, they're the only ones I can think of. I might be missing somebody, but there's not exactly a loads of tag teams. So I think they just drag this out a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they do. I mean, they might as well. It's the best thing they've got for the tag titles. Um, and then the men's tag titles, Idris and Ophi and Malik Blade against Pretty Deadly. Another retention, this one a bit more obvious and a bit more straightforward. Yeah. Another good match. I've, I thought Blake and Anofe, Blade and Anofe were... Yeah, I, I think I mentioned Anofe. This is probably the best they've ever... I've, I thought they've looked good previously, but... Here I thought they they looked amazing. I thought Malik Blade's dive to the outside from the turnbuckle yeah, yeah. was Over really turnbuckle, impressive. Yeah. Um, I think um, Idris Anofi in particular is is a standout. I think he could be a good single. I star. think he's got the he's got the charisma. Yeah, in the same way, like you know, in Street Profits, Montez Ford, yeah, Ford stands yeah. out. He's got that about him. Whereas Blade's good, but the charisma of Anofi stands out. I think it's similar here. Yeah. Um, and also, Pretty Deadly may be my favourite thing in NXT right now. <laughs> I absolutely good. love them. So good. I think they do. Just, I think I mean, a lot of people don't like, get them, but I They I are like so good in ring as well. Like, it's not like their characters are funny and, you know, they, they make me laugh. But their, like, in-ring work is incredible. They're just, mm. yeah, best. I can see why they like them a lot. Yeah. I, I Sean really, Michael seems to love them, so. Yeah. I'm not surprised. They are really impressive. But, yeah, a, a, a retention. Another good match. Um. And actually, whilst we're on the tag team scene, we had um, the Creed brothers yep. get attacked by Indus Share. Yes. So, Sanga uh, and Via. I like this version of Indus Share. I've been, yeah. we wanted this, didn't we? We've, Although, Sanga was a bit hesitant, wasn't he? Yes. And I like the fact that Sanga was because Sanga's yeah. been a nice, gentle, his character's basically a gentleman in NXT. Yeah. Isn't he? He talks, to, he, he's nice to all the girls and he's not, yeah. you know, he's a nice guy. But here he got really aggressive and um, yeah, it, but it was on Veer's orders almost. Yeah. So Veer's like the leader, which is probably about right. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a, such a clever move to just move Veer back down to NXT. Yeah. And, and I think they're calling out for like a big beefy tag team for a yeah, while. Yeah, a bit AOP, aren't they? Yeah. And I think they're yeah. both actually good as well. They, I, are, I they are both good. I think ring. Sanger's yeah. really impressed me. And Veer's been on the main roster. So, yeah. like, he's not bad. For NXT, he's pretty good. So, I think um, I think this is a really smart move. And then feuding with the Creed Brothers could be really good as well. And he keeps the Creed Brothers away from the and titles. Yeah, the Creed's obviously got... Um, he was meant to face... Brutus was meant to face Damon Kemp here. He said he wasn't cleared. Yeah. So, he's still got that lingering as well with, with Kemp. Yeah, I'm not quite sure where that leads. Unless... We bring in Kemp's brother. Yeah, and obviously Gable. Roddy might come back at some point and get involved in this. I don't. Yeah, know. do we know? Do we? Do we do you have any idea? I have no on idea what's going on with Roddy. They do no mention idea. him though. I think they mentioned him again this week. Yeah, they do mention him. So it's not like he they've completely. Well, he was on TV mm. a couple of weeks ago, wasn't he? And um, nice yeah. to see Ivan Isle still knocking about with him. Nice yeah. to see that. That's just. Uh, but yeah, interesting times in the tag division. Um, don't know who Brit Deadly's next challenges are because it's not the Creeds or Indus Share. 
and no, just unless that's like a number one a no fee. Briggs and um, Jensen feel like they've already done that. I, 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 I don't really know. No, I'm not sure. Gallus are in prison, so who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, shall on. we talk about schism? Because this was the thing on this show. I was looking, don't know why, because I'm not a fan of the schism gimmick. I've criticised it a lot in the past. But I was looking forward to this reveal because I was so intrigued. And I've speculated before. I thought it was going to be Isle of Dawn. Um, yeah, I actually saw a, a picture on I was going to say. From um, James Drake. Yes. Of Drake, or whatever their new names are, Jagger Reed and Rip Fowler. Yeah. With I, and then um, I knew it wasn't Isle of Dawn. Because I was that's too much of a giveaway. Yeah. If there was like on yeah, the I, day. I, I just. I just didn't know if anyone would know Isla Dawn from America. So even with that big picture, it may still be a surprise because no one knows who Isla Dawn is. I, I just thought if he's tweeting that out, there's no way he's tweeting that out on the day where they get revealed. Do, do you think it could have been Nikki? Oh, obviously it couldn't because of like last night. But I thought Nikki crossed was potential, like if she might have gone Maybe, bad. But yeah. then obviously she appeared last night before. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was going to be someone from NXT UK, potentially. I did not expect... To be who it was, which was Ava Rain, the yeah. daughter of the Rock, which is crazy to me that they put her. I mean, it's it's kind of good in a way because it gives her a completely different identity. Yeah. It's not high on the Rock's daughter, which yeah. was what Charlotte Flair gets criticised for a lot when she first came in. I actually think it's a better call to introduce her like this than introduce her as the Rock's daughter. Yeah, or try and push her too hard too soon, but. You know, a lot of people say this faction is the worst faction in wrestling, particularly in, in in NXT and definitely in WWE or whatever. So does that help her? Or does she and her presence and her name bring this faction up and get them over a little bit? Because she did get a big reaction. Yeah, she I, I think the faction has potential. I think Gacy is a good talker, even if he talks well, a lot. Zach Gibson is a fantastic talker. Yeah, and Gibson and Drake are a very good tag team, one of the best they've got in NXT. As, as a tag team, I know they're a bit match weird at the moment, but it's like not the worst faction in the world. Like it's, I, I, I don't think it's that bad. I think it's a fine. I, I think not, it's more the gimmicks, just a bit. Yeah, just interesting to see how she does in it. Um, again, she. I thought she. Little, I thought her promo, promo was okay. I thought her promo was okay. She's I not mean, her dad right now, but it she's should not be good. Be. <laughs> Imagine having Rock as your dad and not being good at talking. Like he's like best ever potentially. So yeah. Um, but yeah. Very, like very big get attention on that on that group. Um, she looks badass. Like in that group, she fits it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think uh, it's interesting. I, I really wasn't expecting that. I don't think anybody was um, no. because people were stunned by it. You know, both in the crowd and online. I think nobody was expecting that. Um, but yeah, awesome um, in a way. But I'm just I'm intrigued to see what they do with her. And hopefully, she's good in the rings. I've not seen. It anything about her wrestling yeah I've got no idea hopefully she's, she's like good. i'm sure she will be um you got another female return well you know emergence we had uh indy hartwell v sol ruka um yeah. you know just a straightforward match really indy hartwell got a win but i will just before i get onto the return another like standard move to finish the match yeah. I think it was last week, week before, Indy Hartwell did like a suplex off the top rope and got a free count off it. She's this a week, heelish before the match as well. Yeah, she has been. And this one was just like a clothesline to the back of the head. Yeah. And it was a free count. Like, she hasn't really got a finisher. She's just doing like different moves to finish matches, which is a, just a side note. But 
the return of Electra Lopez mm. as a heel, yeah. taking out both of them again a bit. Um, Interesting to see what she can do on her own because obviously she had the comfort of being in Legado del Fantasma. <laughs> it, it just feels a bit because last time we saw her, she was getting in the car to leave with Legado. <laughs> now she's back on her own and they've taken yeah. Zelina instead. So yeah, I feel a bit feel... bad. I feel a bit bad for her, but but they're still using her. And yeah. I was thinking this might give her the opportunity to shine on her own rather than be in that group where she was kind of just never going to wrestle, just stand on I the side. Doesn't really is, talk much because Santos is better yeah, than her. This is maybe the best she's looked at. I thought she looks really cool here. I, thought, yeah. I was quite intrigued by her. I actually think it might be a move that helps everyone because I yeah. think it helps them get over on the main roster because Zelina Vega is a recognisable face and is really and a better on the mic. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that helps Legado get over. And this now she has a chance on her own to succeed rather than being in the mm. background. So this might actually be a win-win for everyone long-term, I think. Yeah. Um, and Electra is decent enough, I think. Yeah, um, I've got a problem with Electra Lopez. So, yeah. Um, then we had some... Sorry, we'll probably leave the main event till the end, but we had some um, mm. main roster stars come down. One was actually um, a kind of a, a hangover from Halloween, Halloween Havoc. Havoc. Yep. Shotzi against Lash Legend. What do you make of this? I know you're not the biggest Lash Legend fan. In the no, I, d- I don't rate. I don't like Lash Legend really. Um, but oh. I do like Shotzi. Um, this wasn't Max a great was match. Okay, Quincy um, Quincy Elliott was there distracting. Yeah. Shotzi wins clean, and that's that really. Yeah, I mean it was a bit pointless. Just to take up some TV time. It's just to get Shotzi really. on the show to get keep her on the on there, which is fine, but. Yeah, I don't really think anything of Lash Legend. So, no. Um, what do you think of our truth? Second time in two well, nights. Yeah, he saved this segment a little bit for me um, because Wesley Wesley was great. He cut a nice, passionate promo. I'm glad he won that. I predicted it as well ages yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. That he was going to win this. Yep. I was glad he won the title. But then Grayson Waller comes out, and I was kind of like, okay, this is all right. But like, this wasn't really what I wanted as the first feud. Then Truth comes out and starts taking the mick out of his British accent, even though it's Australian. Yeah. <laughs> um, thought he was hosting Halloween, ha- Halloween Havoc. Uh, yeah. And then a match is set up because Waller goes to attack Truth. Misses. They take him out. And then um, Truth. Yeah, so a, a match challenge was made and they're fighting next week. So more our Truth. Yeah, we can't get love of it at the moment, can we? He's everywhere. Um, and I actually don't mind... Um... Waller is Wesley's first opponent. It's okay, but yeah, it just wasn't. I don't know. I don't know who I was expecting, but I just it's just like if you want Wesley to be a really big babyface, which they clearly do, they're you know going down this route of you know from from nothing to champion. Yeah. Then the biggest hill you can find, Grayson Waller's probably that because like again, well, we've seen Carmelo, but Carmelo's quite cool for a hill, whereas Waller's just an idiot. Yeah, yeah, he's um, just a dick. And then who knows yeah. where, where Apollo goes now after their... Um... And actually, I actually thought he had a point, Waller, because he was like, I didn't actually lose the match. And well, actually... we can get to Apollo if you want, because he did yeah. have a promo here, and it sounded like he he said he was going to talk to Bron Breaker next week, because Bron's back. So maybe Apollo is going to go for the NXT title, which was the whole point of him coming down. I don't know what's taken him so long, to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm not massive on Apollo's return so far I unfortunately I think it's been a bit of a miss I'm, at least he's doing something I guess but I've not rated his return particularly um, but yeah so that might make it a little bit more interesting talking to the people who are coming back down as well from the main roster should we talk about Dominic Dijakovic 
Yeah, yeah. He um, there was a burning mask. Yeah, and he um, mentioned retributions, and he's like, "This, this isn't about retribution. This is about." And he said, "Feast your eyes" as well, which is oh, did he say feast your eyes? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know it's definitely him because Shawn Michaels even mentioned on the on after Halloween Havoc and the press conference, he even said Dominic Dijakovic's coming back down to work in NXT. I'm really excited about it. Blah blah. blah. Not a no brainer. Um, like, he's an, he's and, never getting on the main roster. Yeah, so he's he's an, he back. was great. I mean, his matches with Keith Lee before in, the, in NXT were great. This is another Vince reversal from and I think and Shawn Michaels, isn't it? Do you think maybe like next week Apollo will come out and talk to Bron Breaker and you'll get Dijakovic like attack? Breaker and Apollo or something, and be like, "I want the NXT title." Yeah, that would be. I'd, I'd, I'd like that. And then you can do Dodge Co. Bit be Breaker like fairly soon. You can maybe have him be Apollo in a number one contenders match. You know what? I reckon um, he may be one of my biggest main roster mysteries, Dominic Dijakovic, because yeah. he was phenomenal. Not quite Keith Lee level, but like you know, I say Keith Lee because they were so intertwined on NXT. Yeah. But like he was. In and, in and around Keith Lee's level, and I, I know Keith Lee had a, had a rubbish call up as well. But Mace, not Mace, sorry, Dajkovic just went to T Bar and was behind a yeah, mask yeah. and was and again. It's another thing. Triple ruined. H is completely undone. He's like, yeah. "What is this? I'm not having it." Yeah, Dajkovic and Dajkovic, which is that's really exciting. I, I really am pleased about that one because T Bar. I mean, he wasn't even on TV, but when he was on TV as well, couldn't take him seriously. Could you? Nah, he's just a joke for someone that good. <laughs> Mm. It's, it's actually criminal what they did to Dijakovic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, it's amazing that he's even still employed. I'm surprised he wasn't released. Yeah, it's, it's to actually, be honest, because like Shane Thorne staggering. was released. Yeah, um, but he wasn't, and neither was Mace. To be fair, luckily, luckily now both of them are in better positions. Although you could argue Mace, maybe not, but yeah, at least I'll he's say. on TV. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's, he's in a better position, definitely. Yeah. Um, Odyssey Jones, we saw him return. God, yeah, I've seen him in months. Turned, he, he had an injury. Um, come back in a car and Blade and Adofi went off with some girls. It's, it's, it's yeah. weird after their title, big title match. Yeah, Malik Blade was, was not really interested, was he? But he did in the end. Yeah, just a weird one. And we had another Chase U segment where um, we have Duke Hudson. No, Bodie Hayward. Duke Hudson. Well, Duke Hudson's seat. obviously yeah beating him up or something, yeah. hasn't he? And then he um, stole so... someone's pen. Yeah, he's but... he's obviously worming his way in, and he'll probably worm his way into the group somehow. But then it's gonna. Do you remember? A few weeks back when they had Charlie Dempsey with Chase U. Yeah. What uh, well, yeah, that's just gone, hasn't it? I don't know. Yeah. Um, that was odd. Yeah. Um, there's a I'll couple have... more things, I think. I've only got a main main event left. I just want to talk about the weird voice note. Oh, yes, actually. That is so worth I have no idea yeah. who this is. So I've not heard any speculation, any news on what this is, but someone called Scripts. Yes. Yeah, that with a Y. Yeah. Um, like I reckon someone completely though. new. I, reckon. I think that's got to be someone completely new. I have no idea. Or, who. Just, just come to a head. If they're calling Carmelo up to hit row, yeah, could it be a, a reinvented Trick Williams? I don't know if they need I, to reinvent no, Trick Williams. No, I, I, I don't. I'm actually hoping it's not Carmelo with hit row because I just think that'd be a waste of Carmelo. I think he should be on his own. But yeah, <laughs> or with, well, and with Trick, you can bring Trick with him. That's fine. Yeah, I think it should be um, a good duo. Voice note person, yeah, I, I, it was intriguing. I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah. It's like the, I, I, the I think it's a, centers. I yeah. think it's someone new, don't you? I yeah, think it's I, someone I, that we've not I seen. I think before. it's someone we don't know. Yeah, I think it's gonna be some random up in the performance center that we've just never seen. It'd be great if it is someone good. Um, but it's, I, cool I, I just, 
it's a cool name. It's a bit of a random start for them, but let's see what happens. Um, but yeah, yeah, then let's talk about the main event. Yes, we had a brutal main event. JD McDonough and Ilya Draninov. Yeah. Draninov. I don't know why I pronounce that so weirdly. A really good main event. Um, and a Ilya br- doesn't mess with his matches. A brutal conclusion. That, um, whether he had him in like a, just just a submission hold and he mm. had his hand across his nose and there was blood to cut his nose yeah. and like I was like oh just, just let it's, go. it's typical Ilya isn't yeah. it yeah I was genuinely I was like just let go of him JD I was like Fuck, like you've 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 proven your point I, I know that's what they're trying to do but they really mm. they really sucking me into this match I was proper like leave him alone just get off him yeah um and it kind of works for both of them their characters well Ilya's character is he ne- I mean he really never gives in like he yeah. just goes and Madonna's just Madonna. McDonough is just a psychopath. Madonna is not a psychopath, but JD McDonough is. And he yeah. just, like, obviously, again, happy to. I think he even had a bit of blood and kind of spat some blood out of his mouth. And yeah, it, just, was, it, um, it was a bit crazy. The only problem I've got with it is Ilya Lusik again. He's a bit weird. Yeah. I, he, he took the pin at Havoc as well, didn't he? I was surprised he took the pin. I was surprised by that. Like, Unless they're fast-tracking him to the main roster because he's too good, to be honest. He doesn't well, need to be in NXT. No, he doesn't. And also, the thing with Ilya is he also works quite well as like a, like a gracious loser, like tries really hard and just yeah. loses. Like it kind of works for him. And, uh, he, and normally he eventually wins. So like, you know, down the line, he'll get his comeuppance. Yeah, but do you think we're just going to continue McDonough and Dragunov as a feud away from the title? Yeah, I, I don't think they can, either of them need another title. I mean, McDonough definitely doesn't need another title match, even though he won here. Like, he's had yeah. a triple threat and a singles match, but he definitely doesn't need another. Yeah. Um, and Ilya, after losing twice, wouldn't make any sense. So, yeah, if they continue it, it's got to be just out of the title picture completely. Where's or Tyler Bate gone? On. I know, I wish Tyler Bate was around. Can we get him involved in something? Uh, a few of these people, Blair Davenport, um, Tyler yeah. Bate, Charlie Dempsey. Satamura. We saw them and then we just didn't see them again. Um, I know they've got obviously NXT Europe coming up. Yeah, maybe, maybe so that's what they're being kept for. Yeah, they might just be kept for that, or they might be in the process of moving to the states so that they can be on NXT full time. I don't know. Um, there might be complications with some of them. Uh, that happens sometimes. Yeah, um, but I have nothing else for NXT unless you have anything. No, I think that's it. Um, I've learned. We got a weird promo from Toxic Attraction on their phones. Mandy Rose is having a year title celebration next week. So that's something um, a bit interesting. I wonder who Mandy, we're, we're going to probably find out who Mandy's next challenge is going to be, I guess, from that. Um, yeah, I actually have no idea. So I have no idea who it's going to be, to be honest. Um, yeah, honestly, no idea. <laughs> who knows? It might bring a main roster person down, fighter. I, I they might know. do. They might do. Okay. Yeah, someone I know, I don't know. Carmella, I don't know. No idea. Um, cool. That's it for this week. Uh, fairly fairly standard. We're still decent talking points. A few returns yeah. and debuts and intrigue and stuff going on. And I think actually this next week of wrestling is very intriguing. I think they've set up a good Raw and SmackDown. Um, yeah. And even NXT with our truth fighting i think that'd be interesting um and next weekend we have crown jewel next we saturday do. so follow us on twitter at recharge wrestle to get involved in our predictions league it's the end of the year there is a prize for first place to win a 
uh, wrestling t-shirt of your choice. If you've not put it to before, just get involved. It's, it's a lot of fun just to... You can warm up and practice for next year. When exactly. We'll be yeah. continuing next year. So there'll be prizes next year as well. So, but it's just good to get involved. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, we have a little community who will get involved. So um, yeah, follow us on Twitter. And if you're not watching this on YouTube, uh, follow us, like, subscribe, comment. Um, just search Recharge Wrestling on YouTube if you haven't already seen us on there. And um, yeah, check us out on podcast format as well, wherever you get your podcasts, Recharge Wrestling, yep. if that's what you'd prefer. Um, hopefully next week we're back full strength with, with the three-man pod. Um, hopefully. Once, once our crusty is feeling a bit, a bit better and we're, we're back to full health um, as we lead up to Crown Jewel, be the Crown Jewel go-home shows next week. So a lot to talk about next week, I'm sure. And um, yeah, we'll see you then, guys. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.